0: Welcome to Charm the Water, my name is Aaron David, and this is Night of Mercury. So I'm going to be continuing down this uh, rabbit trail to this weird hole in the woods that appeared suddenly this week, and uh, this is uh, in my own journey, and uh, I guess it's it's a self-realization that happened at 41 years old happened this week, and uh, I'm realizing it's something that for me to continue from where I'm at right now, for me to progress, this has to be dealt with before any further step can happen, uh, and uh, it, it's it's the very thing holding me back from uh, where I want to be, and so as you heard in the last few episodes of the tarot card reading, Queen of Swords came up and we already looked at that now I want to go into uh, I want to go back to Crowley for a second and uh, he is uh, juxtaposing the 28th hexagram of the I Ching with the Queen of Swords and I just want to go back to that for a second uh, in the Yi King the watery part of air is represented by the uh, 28th hexagram Taquo? 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 I don't know. The shape suggests a weak beam. The character, excellent in itself, cannot support interference. Foresight and prudence, care and preparation of action are a safeguard. Advantage is to be won, moreover, by reliance on help from apparently unsuitable comrades. Now, that is uh, the part that's perplexed me. Um, Where is this help? And so, oh, to uh, get insight on that, I want to switch over to the Book of Changes and the Unchanging Truth. This is by Hua Ni, And uh, we'll go to hexagram... 28 Ta whoa. Great Excess. Uh, guidance. Great Excess. The main ridge pole is broken. Go ahead to help. There's the help again. It is preferable to proceed. In this hexagram, wind or wood is below lake. The weak yin energy on the outside is trying to contain the strong yang energy within. Because the yin energy is not sufficient to control the yang, A great imbalance is created, which presents an image of imminent danger. Such imbalance can be caused by great excess and is called Ta Quo in Chinese. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. Ta means too big or too much. Quo means being over. Ta Quo results from being too strong or doing too much. In other words, excess. It is like a building with a large, heavy top and weak support, or a person with a great torso supported by thin legs. Because they are too weak to support such a heavy load, damage or danger is indicated. The original text of the I Ching uses the image of a beam or ridge pole sagging to its breaking point to represent this situation. Action must be taken to remedy the imbalance before destruction occurs. When this hexagram is received in response to a question of timing or for some undertaking, it warns that the moment is one of conflict and confusion. In response to questions of health, it indicates that death may be imminent. In reference to a question about character or personality, It suggests that the individual is overly aggressive, egotistical, selfish, rigid, or on the other hand, too passive, fearful, or weak. Such a person can hardly be considered balanced, nor will he ever be able to qualify as a leader or valuable member of a group. His personality will prevent him from cooperating with others. Inner and outer strength must be in balance. One needs a strong outer physical structure as well as a firm as well as firm inner principles to guide one's life. At the same time, however, the wise teachings of the Tao Te Ching encourages softness, gentleness, and receptivity. One whose demeanor is brusque, brusque, how do you pronounce it? or arrogant weaves a web of isolation for himself out of an inability to unite y'all better shut up out there y'all shut i hear what you're saying you shut up uh out of an inability to unite his merits with the merits of others he eventually confines and frustrates himself likewise one whose talents and intelligence are affected by passivity or fear will accomplish nothing Excess of any kind makes greatness impossible to achieve. This hexagram teaches the value of the central way. The central way is the way of doing things just right, neither too little nor too much. Even things that are intrinsically positive can become counterproductive or damaging when done to excess. Neither must one interpret the central way as something done halfway, as a compromise to quality. In either case, one misses the center, the bullseye of the target. The excessiveness symbolized here, either misses the center or responds inappropriately to a situation. Hello. When one misses the target, one creates difficulty for oneself. The principle of centrality and appropriateness can be interpreted as harmony balance, equilibrium, resonance, symmetry, or a spontaneous reaction in the correct manner to a situation. This is the way of the universe. The nature of the universe is also our nature and is the center of life for those who seek the truth. When one's behavior and emotions are correct and in harmony with circumstances, one's actions will hit the bullseye. Line one of the hexagram. It is like a soft white couch grass suppressed beneath a weight because of its elasticity. It has no trouble taking difficulty and hardship that does not, uh, that's not a picture of what's been happening. And again, this is a picture of, uh, evaluating the issue that made itself known this week and how to deal with it, uh, in a divinatory, uh, context, uh, White couch grass was used in ancient times to make special seats for spiritual offerings. It symbolized purity and sacredness. The first line shows the appropriate way to encounter strength by following the way of grass when the great winds blow. In laying low to the ground, the grass's softness and flexibility make it possible to endure the powerful wind. This line is weak. Ahead of it are four strong lines. By not resisting their strength, it will remain safe. Remember that many strong trees are broken by fierce winds. And uh, that uh, reminds me of Amdusias with the trees and the wind. Alright, so uh, line two of the hexagram. The withered weeping willows grow new branches, an old man marries a young girl, everything is profitable. The second line is like an older man who marries a younger woman, represented by the first yin line. They make a good team because the husband, as strong yang, works outside and needs a young wife as strong yin to work inside. For the strong to work without and the weak to work within is correct. Right organization is expressed by the outer layer being tough and strong, characterized by mental strength and physical activity. The inner layer is soft and passive, characterized by emotions and the flow of subtle energies. For reasons of security and protection, those who work outside should be stronger than those who work inside. Yang is that which is visible, and yin is that which is latent. The two become a team when they work in cooperation and harmony. In developing character, one should have a gentle demeanor while firmly remaining true to inner principles. Growth comes from one's faithfulness to high, subtle guidance. So in line one, I believe the advice would be lay low. Line two... Uh, the teamwork of yin and yang electric and magnetic Uh, line three the ridge pole of the house is broken danger nothing can help it this is the main line of the hexagram which represents the apogee of excess and perhaps even death when excess of any process becomes visible Extinction cannot be far away. When a candle is burning out, its last few moments are the brightest. The third line indicates one who isolates himself because he is too assertive and cannot cooperate with others. This like a ridge pole sagging to the point of breaking. Line four. This line is like the single purpose of a ridge pole. It supplies strength. There should be no other purpose. Good fortune. The strong is supported by the weak. The high is esteemed by the low. A friendly relationship exists when people of lower rank support their superiors. The strong fourth line is supported by the first line. This relationship serves as a solid base from which one can exercise strength. Correctly used, the strength of this line can benefit an entire community. However, if its strength is abused or if one attempts to further express or display power, disaster will result. To moderately apply strength is the correct course in this position. Hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Turning the page... Line 5. The withered weeping willow is in bloom. An old woman marries a young man. Although they are neither blamed nor praised, The relationship does not last too long. The fifth line is like a warrior who marries an older woman, as represented by the top line. The strong warrior in the central position needs the gentle support of those below him in order to be balanced however he only gets this support by marrying an older woman of some influence the result is far from perfect and just barely acceptable neither good nor bad the question is asked since a strong fifth line is normally appropriate in this position why does this particular yang particular yang line need support from a yin line the answer is that it A Yang line in a Yang position is generally in a correct position relative to the entire hexagram, but an excess of Yang energy is present here. Thus the excess of this line needs Yin energy to balance it. Unfortunately, the only Yin energy available is the weak old sixth line. Another question one might ask is why is the top line viewed as an old lady? The top line is a yin line in a yin position which contains too much yin energy and can be regarded as a weak old female. Thus an overly strong man marries an overly weak or aged woman who cannot really support him. The overall situation is weakened by this imperfect match. This line not only illustrates the effects of too much yang, but also the need to accurately match the energies in a situation in order for it to be correctly balanced. Line 6. One's head disappears in crossing the water. Danger. There is no great blame for this. Now water covers the top of one's head. One is overwhelmed by the excess. At this point, what can the top line do? When danger has already been reached, the only thing one can do is not become too rigid or violent. Through calm and appropriate measures, one will be able to handle the dangerous situation. Do not rely on strength or challenge the overwhelming situation with a daring attitude. Hello. (coughs) That's (coughs) exactly what I've been doing. The problem can be diminished to practically nothing by responding calmly and gently. It's easier said than done. The following three principles are worth repeating. 1. Nothing should be done to excess. 2. All components of a situation must be well matched for there to be balance and harmony. 3. Flexibility, softness, calmness... And patience, provide hope in a dangerous situation. In divination, this sign is an unfavorable one. But it does provide a great opportunity to understand the teachings of one of the wisest of all sages. Lao Tzu. 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 Specific guidance. Um, in personal fortune, it will be poor, inharmonious, and burdensome. In marriage, not good. In housing slash family, the situation is suitable for living with others. In childbirth, the baby will be a girl. In looking for help, it can be found. In social governmental position, the position will not be good, forget it. In trade, business, it is difficult to achieve. Searching for someone, they are difficult to find. If you receive a message, they can be found. In waiting for someone, they will not come. In looking for something lost, it has fallen into the water and is difficult to recover. In hunting for thieves, they are hiding in the west and can be caught. In a lawsuit, there will be some problem or obstruction. Climate, it will be cloudy or rainy for a long time. Travel, a good time for travel. Disease, it is serious but can be cured personal wish it is difficult to achieve and finally uh we come to the commentary on hexagram 28 uh, which is my favorite part of uh, each entry because it's uh, so succinctly ties everything together here we go it is not difficult to cultivate and understand reality the secret of achievement lies in the persistence of a pure mind. Once you begin the sacred method, follow it only. The constancy of your efforts will cause the wisdom of your soul to shine through. Following different approaches disperses your energies, creates chaos, and delays your achievements. Self-cultivation creates a firm, calm power. Through it, your efforts and hopes to transcend the mediocre will be realized. Stay with one method from beginning to end. Avoid the temptation to change paths. Honesty and sincerity are connected. Each influences the other. With them... All positive, subtle energy protects you. Your subtle body has form, but it is not limited to it. True wisdom is quiet, independent, and fragrant. Persevere in connecting with the universal light. Through it, you will achieve the fullness and brightness within your own nature. You yourself can experience and verify the greatness of eternal truth and thereby voyage safely across the boundless spiritual ocean. Know that your own intelligence can create blindness. Be diligent in changing night into day. It is the easiest to progress with self-cultivation in a quiet, dark, and separate room. The grace from all the subtle worlds will come to you and make you wise, firm seed of a heavenly whole being, a sheen, a most beautifully developed one. Well, that was uh, pretty harsh because it felt like a personal attack, (laughs) but the commentary was very positive. And uh, before I had even read that, I I feel like they are all liars. I don't feel like this. They are all liars is an anagram of literally Resh. the term, the two words literally Resh. Uh, and Resh is uh, you know, something a lot of uh, magical people perform. Or are supposed to f- perform or say they perform uh, four times a day uh, sunrise noon <clears throat> sunset and midnight and uh I have the room I have the room prepared and uh I, f- I believe that uh, I need to start performing Resh daily now as uh for freak's sake, this was in uh, the Book of Changes, talking about this, but it's so um, so relevant to a daily hermetic practice uh, or daily spiritual practice of any sort. Uh, that's where the cultivation happens, and where the subtle energies uh, speak and teach and bring into understanding and for me specifically uh, I believe this is like Mars being met with Pisces and uh, that is the Yang and that is the Yin uh, particular to uh, me and in my situation and what I'm dealing with. Uh, So, yeah, that's where we're at. So, uh, setting the alarm clock for 6 a.m. and getting up and getting myself prepared and getting in the routine of daily discipline. uh, That has always been very difficult for me, a daily discipline uh, where I say I'm going to do this than this, than this, than this, and go about the day in a linear way, that generally never happens with my day, my day, I am all over the place, uh, <laughs> and uh, it's not good, I think, I, I think my life uh, from childhood has been lacking discipline, and so, literally, rash. Kelly said something to me and uh, she said she was talking about how much book knowledge like I have acquired. And you know, when she met me, this was all the book knowledge of five point Calvinism that I would answer everything with. And she she was pointing out to me that, you know, you've since that time, you've had your own experiences And through them, you've become a person. And, or some, I believe that was almost to her exact words. And uh, that, it's like sometimes she says things and it's it's almost like a um, oracle speaking or something. Uh, Because these, these shadow people uh, that... I've seen she's seen other people have seen uh, I think I think there's that's what's never happened with them they've never become a person Uh, they never developed into this personhood and so they're they're still in this darkness uh that was even mentioned in in what i just read uh turning the night into day and uh that's all good stuff so i know this is going to be really difficult for me uh to achieve uh, this daily discipline and you know when the alarm goes off not just turning it off and rolling back over which is I am not a morning person. It takes me a long time to get to sleep. And it takes me a long time to wake up. And it takes me a long time to become fully awake. And that's when a lot of my bad decisions are happening. Are in the morning. Uh, when first waking up. And it's just because I'm not fully myself yet. I have to have coffee. And then when I do have coffee that's to an excess, I drink an excess amount of coffee, and that makes me crazy and rash throughout the whole day, so, I mean, I love caffeine, but, I told Kelly, look, you make the coffee, because if I make the coffee, I feel that damn thing in there full of coffee, (laughs) like it full, uh, Kelly said something like, my pot of coffee probably equals, like, six regular pots of coffee and I generally drink a quart uh, per day sometimes more sometimes a little less maybe Uh, but generally it's one quart of very potent coffee and uh, that's just fueling the fire man Uh, I know it's like we watched this thing on uh, I forget her name but she was a Buddhist monk And she was cooking all this amazing food and all these chefs from all over the world were coming to eat this uh, Buddhist temple food it was called temple food and her story was really 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 amazing but there's no garlic there's no pepper uh, that all the things that correspond to Mars uh, is not in that food the temple food Um, (coughs) So, I realize, and it's not just for me, a lot of people involved in what I'm doing, uh, coffee is a thing. Uh, coffee can present a problem. It's like a two-edged sword. It sharpens and then you can become too sharp and cut yourself. But uh, So, those are some things to think about uh, for myself. Cutting down on caffeine, that will help me not be as rash and reactive. And and one thing it said uh, that we just read, it mentioned being reactive, but properly reactive. And I thought that was very interesting that, uh, you know, being reactive isn't bad, but being reactive in a bad way is, a, of course, bad. So there's a good way... Uh, To be reactive. And uh, it's kind of adaptability. And that reactivity. That's that's very important throughout everyone's day. Because things uh, present themselves to you that you're not planning for. And that are surprises. And uh, you know, stuff happens. And uh, I don't think most people deal well with things like that. I don't think most people react uh, in a proper a proper way. I know I lose my shit over pretty much everything all the time. One thing that infuriates me is in the morning <clears throat> when I'm trying to focus, I'm losing my voice I think uh, the neighbor will start up his car and part of this th- whole awakening that's happened this weekend has even affected how I see the neighbors. And uh, I feel more gracious towards them and see them as just people like me. Where And this was touched on in this what I just read as well. And these are feelings that I'm having this week. It's like it's... It's so crazy how it's all coming together, but, uh, the neighbor will get out there and start his car and he's a really old man and his car, there's something wrong, really bad wrong with it. Like, I don't think, I, I think the muffler fell off or something and he gets out there and right at the New York open at eight thirty AM when I need ultimate focus he starts this thing up and it sounds like it sounds like the demon car that Lon Milo Duquette talked about in the interview with either George Norrie or Art Bell one I forget which way back in the 90s that I heard live on radio and I would like to find that bit of audio somewhere if anybody knows where that is man and it'll send me into a rage because it's just like at the moment, like I need the most focus, like all of this stuff will start. Not only, I'm not kidding, this happened. This just happened like day before yesterday. He starts the car. It's like, I'm not kidding. Like, <laughs> And it sounds like it's right out the window, which it practically is in this neighborhood. But uh, then at the same time, my cat starts coughing and like coughing and coughing. Just like before there was like total silence. And then like I'm flying into a rage, reacting to this stuff. And I run in and Kelly's working at her desk and I start screaming <laughs> about the neighbor in his car and it, this is like the type of stuff that that I'm talking about with uh, this uh, it you just get so worked up and your blood pressure goes up and it just <clears throat> blows away every bit of like calm uh, logical thinking you just get so worked up and I, I I admit coffee is a part of this. So I'm just going to let Kelly fix the coffee a bit weaker and see how that goes as well as start, uh, resh. And that's, that's where I'm at. So I'm going to get off here before I totally lose my voice until next time. This is Aaron David. You've been listening to me ramble on charm, the water.